Remember, be careful. Don't touch him. Anna St. Germain gave herself the silent reminder as she ascended the steps to the second level of a three-story townhome in the historic district of Savannah. The address was across from the stately and historic Monterey Square, a coveted downtown location. Early 20th century architecture and shrouded by monstrous oaks, heavy with Spanish moss, created a private enclave for residents and a picturesque scene that caused locals and visitors alike to slow down for a better look. Taking a moment to let her hair blow away from her cheeks as the October breeze eased past, Anna listened to the same wind ruffling the ivy that covered the brick building. After her repose and a moment to steal her nerves, she climbed the steps, trailing her hand along the black iron railing and marveling over the leaves still clinging to the townhome in their thick, vibrant green. Many states would be deep into the rich reds, umbers, and golds of fall by now, but here in her low-county hometown, the trees still preened, the air still warmed at midday, and autumn arrived at a drunken crawl. She wouldn't mind slowing her approach as well, but the conversation ahead of her could no longer be delayed. Due to his hectic work schedule, it had been a week since she'd last met with a lawyer, whose large iron door knocker she now lifted to sharply rap twice. But given his unique circumstances, she couldn't afford to lose any more time to procrastination. Born a witch with power to protect herself and prophecy to guide her, Anna had come across very few things in life that made her nervous. But the man who awaited her now affected her in peculiar ways. Ian Keller, with his arrogant demeanor and shrewd appraising eyes, could cast one look her way and her heart would kick into a gallop. It was the rare person who could raise her hackles as quickly and thoroughly as he did, but his bristly attitude wasn't the only reason for apprehension. Don't touch. The last time, and only time, her skin had brushed against Ian's, a powerful and painful vision had burst into her mind. Anna had been clairvoyant her entire life, but never before had her ability felt more like a sinister intruder than familiar friend. Never had an image scratched and clawed at the inside of her skull. Not the way that vision had, the one caused, albeit indirectly, by the man she was about to see again. She drew a deep breath, listening for footsteps to herald his approach. No sound carried from inside the grand home, but she spied movement through the oval glass of the door. Channeling composure, she conjured a warm smile of greeting. The door opened to reveal a Saturday casual version of the man she'd met on two previous occasions. Absent were the expensive suits and buffed to a shine shoes, replaced by dark blue jeans and a pale blue button-up with sleeves rolled to the elbows. She'd never seen him dressed down before, and her eyes were drawn to the tan arms sprinkled with golden hair. Odd, he didn't strike her as the outdoorsy type. Though now that she thought about it, he'd always had a healthy glow to his skin. Maybe she hadn't noticed because of the hard time she'd had prying her attention from those piercing eyes of his, so deep, beautiful, and somehow knowing. And so similar to those of another she knew, a woman, a witch who was as cruel as they came. Ronya had been around a long, long time, and the depths of Ian's relation to her had recently come into question. The inherent risk of the connection between them, the modern man and ancient satyr, was exactly why Anna needed to speak with him today. Hello, she said with a smile. He gave her a slight nod in return and stepped aside to wave her in, the grace of his movement in stark contrast to the reserve etched into his stone-blue eyes a blending of sky and granite that hadn't softened one bit. Anna composed herself, 
called forth the charm bred into her southern bones, and reminded herself why she was here. Why she had to be here, whether her host welcomed her or not. His clothing might have changed, but the cool aloofness she'd come to expect was stolidly in place. She wondered if the two of them had somehow lost the headway they'd made during their last discussion. Gone was the man who'd called her for help, and in his place stood the rigid lawyer who'd once thrown her out of his office. She'd dressed up a bit for today's meeting, eschewing her usual jeans for a black pencil skirt and crisp white blouse. The psychological undertones of dressing for confidence hadn't escaped her when she'd chosen the outfit, but faced once again with a standoffish version of Ian, she was thankful the high heels she wore brought her almost to his eye level. Unfortunately, even at 5'7", and with a little help from her Louboutins, she still couldn't match his height. Built like the Nordic ancestors he likely hailed from, Ian was at least six feet and then some. And with that icy glower of his, 